Okay. I want to talk to you about a subject that I try to bring up on a, on a fairly regular basis over a period of 41 years, you know. I mean, try to bring them up, keep it up in front of you. It's the subject of belief, faith, unbelief. That should be that should be a subject that's big in my life, your life. How are, do I have faith? Am I believing what God has done and, and says in the Bible? Am I living in faith or, or am I living in unbelief? How is you always ought to be looking at that? Hebrews chapter three, verse nineteen deals quite a bit, spends quite a bit of time talking about the children of Israel and why they failed, why they failed. And simply put, they failed because of unbelief. That's why they failed. And if you fail, it'll be the same reason. You get that? If you fail the Christian life, it's simply going to be the same reason, unbelief. Unbelief is a foundation of all misbehavior and sin. Unbelief. They wouldn't think that, but it's true. The book of Genesis, you don't have to turn to these. Come on, we're going a little too fast, probably do it. I'm not going to display them for you. We're going to actually have to pay attention. Genesis chapter 3, I'm going to go through quickly, verses 1 through 6. You, and most of you know this. It's a temptation where, you know, Eve goes out shopping in a forbidden zone. And so God said, don't. Don't, you know, don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And she was out looking at it. What are you doing looking at it? There's a great lesson there. Keep a distance away from the things that God says keep a distance from. Don't see how close you can live to sin. Don't see if you can survive where other people have died. I mean, don't, don't test God. And here she's out. I mean... She's out looking at this tree. Now, you have a garden full of beautiful stuff. I, I, I mean, I, every fruit you could imagine was there, and it was probably as good as it's ever. We've never seen fruit that good. And yet she's out looking at this tree. It's forbidden fruit. The first thing it was in verse 1, <clears throat> Satan comes along and he says, uh, Hath God said? You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. He was casting doubt on God's word. The methodology of Genesis chapter 3, 1 through 6 is the same methodology that he uses on you and me. Same. It's no different. He doesn't have a new bag of tricks. He uses the same old bag, same old stuff, to try to get you to sin against God in, in unbelief. Let me get rid of this cord here. <clears throat> So he began to cast doubt on God's word. All these versions that are out today are not for the benefit of Christianity. Please don't get the idea that we're better off today than we were in 1960. In 1960, there were basically two major versions being used in any church, and it was the King James Bible. That was the number one. Still, by the way, number one, but nevertheless, it was the King James Bible. The other one was a revised standard version, which was a heretical version, which was used by the liberal churches. It had... It had left out the blood. It had done all kinds of problems. The Revised Standard Version was just not a good version. But the liberal, liberals always seem to want to go there. They always seem to want to take what God has given us and move it into a different direction. So 
the Jehovah Witnesses used the King James Bible back then. The Mormons used the King James Bible back then. Even the cults used the King James Bible because it's the Word of God. And nobody had any credibility. If you brought out any other book, you had no credibility. So they used what book they could get credibility from. And so the, the, the versions that have been put out today is nothing more than an attack on the, on the, the uh, specificity of the Word of God, of its uh, repeated, repeatability of it. And it's the, the, the uh, what am I going to say, the manuscripts, the received text that it, the King James was translated from uh, has been attacked by Westcott and Hort, uh, two men that were very smart men, but they were wrong. And they came at the received text, which is, by the way, 16 centuries of collected Bible Bibles through those centuries uh, that have been collected in the Greek and the Hebrew and in the Latin as well as in some in Aramaic. And, and those made up about 6,500 total documents, which made the received text. And from that received text, the uh, 44 translators of the King James Bible translated the English Bible that you and I use. Uh, it's still the best one. It's still the most accurate. I believe God, do you believe God Almighty has something to do with all that? I believe God brought those 44 men together. By the way, you'd never get 44 scholars together like those men. That was a once in a, 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 once in a millennium, maybe two millennium event. God put those 44 guys together, and he, he, there were strict, I don't have time tonight to do all this, but strict rules that they followed for accuracy and repeatability and make sure that somebody's pet doctrine didn't get in the Bible. And so, oh my goodness, this masterpiece. It's just a masterpiece. Probably as good as men or whatever get in translating scripture. So what these new versions basically done is saying, that's not good for you anymore. This is better. And, and it reads different. I, I got books I read. They have 25 different versions quoting in, 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 the, in the one book. 25 different. And if, if something doesn't quote the way they want to interpret it, then they go to a version that does quote it that way and bring it in. So that's the kind of thing. It has not made Christians uh, believe the Bible more. It has cast doubt upon the Word of God. That was the first thing the devil did. And then it comes in verse um, 2, And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the tree, fruit of the trees of the garden. That's why women should not be in theology. She misquoted God. She misquoted God. Now, I'm not saying women can't know stuff, but they're not supposed to be in theology as far as leadership and theology. That's just not where they're supposed to be. They lack something. I don't know what it is exactly, but God knows what it is, and he put it in his book real clearly. He wants a male-driven church. And all the men said, somebody say something. Maybe I couldn't hear you. I bet I couldn't hear your amens on that. That's so solid Bible, I'm not going to go any further. So he said, but the fruit of the tree, which is, she goes on, she said, but the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said you should not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Bang, 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 bang. Not true. Not true. She paraphrased the Bible. The first living a uh, word was uh, translated back in the garden, whatever that was, living version. 
So you have, you have doubt on the word of God. The second thing happened, you have disinformation going on. And the, verse 4, and the servant said to the woman, you shall not surely die. What is that? Direct contradiction. Satan starts out easy, throwing a little bit of doubt on the Bible, sees you don't know it well, and then he feels free to contradict it because you don't know it. And uh, we, we, so then so you see disinformation and then direct contradiction. Verse 3, verse 5, For God doth know in the day you eat thereof that your eyes shall be open, you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. That's dissatisfaction. In other words, basically God's holding back on you. He's got other good stuff for you. He's not telling you about it. He's not good. He attacked the very goodness of God by saying God is holding back something good from you. Now, have you ever heard him whisper in your ear on that? Oh, man, he'll do that. Things will happen to people. Say, God's, God's not letting me have What's real good? No, no, wrong. That's the devil. It's the old nature. It's wrong. That was uh, dissatisfaction. And then verse 6 uh, culminates or climaxes the whole thing. And when the woman saw, that's the lust of the eye, the tree was good for food, that's the lust of the flesh, and it was pleasant to the eyes. And the tree was desired to make one wise, that's the pride of life. There are three major sin categories in the Bible. Do you know what they are? How many are willing, how many are willing to stick their neck out and name all three of them? I just said it, amen. You are with it, man. Woo! You are with it. I just said it. I, I, you know, I did the trick teachers did to me. Long, they'd give the answer to the quiz, and then they'd ask the question. Everybody going right. I wonder what the, he just gave it. <clears throat> I had some kids come in. I had a kid a parent bring a kid in and say, that, that video school, that ain't no good. My kid can't learn. So I brought in two A students, straight A students from video school in the same class and had them set in two girls, the brown girls. And they mocked and they humiliated that man. They said, he is lazy. He's not paying attention. He's not listening. We take notes. We get straight A's. It's no problem. Video school is a piece of cake. He's just lazy. And, and he was sitting there knowing it was all true. And the parents were, were humiliated that their kid you might as well just give it up. Your kid does bad stuff like everybody else. And I said, what more would you like to know? And they said, no, we're good. We're good. And they all hell left. I told the girls, thank you. And so she took the fruit thereof. After she got the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and pride of life, that was the, uh, the trilogy he threw at her. Uh, that's the major, the foundation of all sin. It's got to fit in one of those three. She took the fruit thereof and did eat and gave it to her husband. Always want to share with her, and he did eat. That's the last step. And the final consummation to sin was what? Disbelief. So you had doubt, disinformation, direct contradiction, dissatisfaction, and disbelief. And it hasn't changed much from there. That's typical, typical temptation. Typical today, still, he's using that same old format on everybody out there. He just uses the same kind of a deal. Had Eve believed God, she would, have, she would never have taken of the fruit. If she, if she had a good grip on truth and believed what God has simply said, 
she wouldn't have fallen and we wouldn't have all the horror, the horror that life has dished out to so many people through all the, and, and coming your way too, and, and has, has come out. We're talking about all the pain and suffering and crying and, and, and disappointment and, and all that goes on. I heard today of a horrible thing happen, another one. And it's just because of disbelief, sin. So, so what am I? What am I trying to say? Have, have faith, have faith. So, in case you didn't believe me on, on the woman thing, First uh, Timothy chapter two verse thirteen, the Bible says, "For Adam was first formed, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived." Now we wouldn't know that, really, unless the Bible told us. For Adam was not deceived, but the woman, being deceived, was in the transgression. Why? She actually believed the serpent. That's what being deceived is. Adam didn't believe the serpent. He didn't believe him. He knew that the day you eat thereof, you're going to surely die. But he ate it anyway. I'd like to talk to him about that. But he loved her, and I don't know if people try to make it a romance story, Romeo and Juliet, he died for her, you know, and all that. But, um, I mean, there was sin on his door, no doubt about it. He disobeyed God directly in partaking of that fruit. When she gave it to him, he should have said, absolutely, positively, no, I, it was against the God, and you're going to be gone, and he's going to make me a mate better than you. And uh, it would have been a, maybe a different story. But God knew the outcome on it was when the whole thing started. Notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing. If they continue in faith and charity, holiness and sobriety. What does that mean? Where was the Christ going to come from? From woman. From woman. Did you know man had nothing to do with the Christ? It was a virgin birth, remember that? And it was the Holy Spirit who fertilized her. And man, we were out of the picture. Uh, she was the one that believed the devil, and he dealt directly with her and brought a, a child from her to save the world, to save everybody that ever stumbled and ever fell and ever, did, ever believed the devil and ever had unbelief through Christ the son of the living God. Whew. What would I like to have, uh, I know it, Jesus said it, I would have loved to have been there uh, in the New, when I read through the New Testament, I, and especially the Gospels, I think, man, I'd just like to have been there for him, walking with him, seeing what, what that boy saw, and hearing him teach. What a beautiful thing. So real belief take shape in action. We have a group of people out there that believe their belief somehow or another is neutral. But belief is, the word faith, belief, is a verb more than it is a noun. A noun would make it neutral or inactive, an object inactive. But a verb would not allow that. A verb would have to put action with the word. 
So faith, belief, is more of a verb as you study the Bible than it is a noun. That can be a noun, but mostly really it's used as a verb. In other words, uh, well, let me give you some examples. Let me give you some examples here. Um, 1 John 2, 3, and hereby we know that we know him. How? If we keep his commandments. Now, we're not saved by keeping commandments. You know that. But we keep commandments because we're saved. I hope you get it. Because if you go out there and say, I'm saved, I got saved 12 years old, I can live the way I want to live the rest of my life, be a drunkard the rest of your life, die, and when the preacher gets up there and say, well, the boy got saved at 12, and he's going to go to heaven. Don't count on it. Don't count on it. If he had gotten saved at 12, you would have noticed it. Because I don't believe God Almighty can get inside of you without making a difference. For 20 years, 30 years, I hear all kinds of stuff. Well, you got saved. Let me tell you, if I do their funeral, I never preach them into heaven. I'll say, we don't know whether so-and-so was saved or not. We know that he made a, he made a profession, is not possession, but he made a profession of faith back here. You know, I'm always hopeful that somehow he got saved before he died, but, you know, he got hit by a truck instantly and probably had no time to be doing any sinner's prayer, and he's gone. And I mean, let's just not, we're not the ultimate judge of that. Let's let it go. Let's talk about you living. You living people need to trust Christ as your Savior before you die. And then change the subject to that. I had so many people that lose, lose folks, they'll say, do you think he was saved? Well, first of all, it's not possible for me to make that judgment. I cannot look into the heart, and the heart's the only place you can know whether somebody was saved or not. God has reserved that judgment for himself and himself alone. Don't you go around saying, I know somebody was saved. How about you let God take care of that? You can say, I think somebody was saved. Like if they said, do you think Pastor Lytell saved? You can say, I, I believe he was. But you still don't know my heart. But you have seen a few of my actions. And my actions have hopefully matched up with my verbiage or my profession. And that's what it says here. We know that we know him. And if you read the book of 1 John, you're going to see consistency. You people in the back there, you're going to see consistency all the way through it. He that is righteous doeth righteousness. Quit fooling yourself. He that is righteous doeth righteousness. We know that we know him if we keep his commandments. And over and over, John goes and says, basically, you're saved if you love God, if you keep his commandments, and you believe Jesus is the Son of God. I mean, but we got a group today that wants to, what am I going to say, change the Word of God. Does that surprise us? No, we know in Genesis that's the way it was. That's the way he did it. So anyway, um, I think a Lot's wife, I, 
I preach a whole message on this, where Jesus, in Luke chapter 17, verse 32, he says a peculiar thing. He says, remember Lot's wife. I never knew her. But out of all the women that have come and gone, he says, remember, that's a command, by the way. Tonight I'm doing it. 2,000, almost 2,000 years down the road from him saying that. Remember Lot's wife. Preachers all across the world come to that. They preach on that passage. It's in the Bible. It's remembered. What do you remember about Lot's wife? Brother Morris, what do you remember about Lot's wife? She looked back. She looked back to Sodom and Gomorrah. Now what it was, when, they, when the angels grabbed a hold of them and drug them out of the city, which wasn't, that wasn't a good sign. They had to drag them out of the city. Uh, they said, well, and by the way, that's a great passage for the rapture of the church. They said, we can do nothing until you are gone. Oh, you mean the judgment of God cannot fall upon Simon Gomorrah until the born-again Christians are out of there. It's the principle of the rapture. And so, because the time of seven-year tribulation is the time of wrath. He made that real clear. He did a good job on that, by the way. Sonny's nice job. You know, someday he's going to get it. I always liked it when I was his age. The old girls would come up to me and say, Honey, you know, you keep at it. Someday you're going to get it. And I don't have it now. I mean, the Bible's got it, right? I mean, the Bible's the Bible, right? The Bible says, don't let them despise your youth, brother. They little old lady grab your hand and say, you know, you're much better than you were last year. What well, was I terrible last year? You just put up with me? Yeah, that's what they're telling you. You've been pretty crummy, and maybe you're getting tolerable. See, remember Lot's wife. They drug her out, drug her away from the city, and when he started, the brimstone and fire came down from heaven. Do you think it made some noise? Boom, boom. The Bible says it even killed all the things that were on the ground, all the grass and everything on the ground. Killed everything. Uh, you, think, you think that that, made, that was noisy, man. That was noisy. And, and she's going away from the city, walking away from the city. Don't look back. Don't look back. The angel told us, don't look back. And she hears that noise and Maybe the screams of them people, I doubt it. The noise is probably overcoming all that and everything. And I don't know whether something she had back there could have been children, by the way. I don't think Lot's children were all saved. No, no. I think he had quite a few children back there. I don't know for sure, but that's my, that's my conjecture on that. And, and she... As she began to swirl around, you know, you would think her conscience would be, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And as soon as her eyes went back and they saw that she, all she saw was a destruction going on, God killed her, turned her into a pillar of salt. And people, she became famous. What's her name? You don't know. He wouldn't let her name be famous because it was a shame. But he did say, remember Lot's wife. She was an unbeliever. She, her sin was unbelief. 
Why did she turn around and look back? Because she didn't believe God. How are you doing on that? How are you doing? You believe in God? You believe the Bible, the whole Bible, nothing but the Bible, so help you God? Or you believe, you know, I'm not doing bad preacher. I'm doing 80%. When it comes to faith, that doesn't work too well. We need to be 100% with God and what he says. Man, I, I 18 years old or so, I made a decision. Whatever the Bible said, I was going to change to conform to it. You know what I mean by that? <clears throat> Bible said I, I was smoking. The Bible said that the man defiles the temple of the Holy Spirit, him will God destroy. We knew smoking was bad for you, and so I had to quit smoking. I told you how hard that was. Drinking obviously hurt my reputation, and 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 so I I quit all that stuff. And then and and other stuff, going to dances and and you ought to see me dance, man. I'll tell you why. You've seen me dance. You ever seen me dance? You 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 never come back. I'm horrible. You know, white men can't dance. And so, you know, I was just awful. And so I I can't believe my wife stuck with me or a girlfriend at that time. You know, love is blind. It no doubt is. I can go on. I don't have not going to take the time. The example of the ten spies. What was the sin of the ten spies? Well, according to Hebrews chapter 12, it was an evil heart unbelief, right? That was the sin of the ten spies. The, the, ten, the ten spies, I'm skipping down through this. Faith builds on faith. Unbelief builds on unbelief. This is the truth I want to try to teach. When God asks you to do something in faith, it'll probably be a little scary. You do it in faith. Then when he asks you to do something else in faith, it won't be so. It won't be as scary as the first one, because this faith will give you courage to do the second act of faith. And the second act of faith, after you do that, you have two acts of faith now. Well, the third thing he asks you to do, you have more courage to do the third act of faith. And then when he gives you the fourth thing to do, you have the fourth act of you get where he's going in your life. The more you obey God in faith. The more faith you have to obey God. Write that down. That's, that's a quotable. I, I always say, well, can I have a couple quotes out of all these years? And so it's a building thing. Faith builds faith. So let's go to the other side of the coin. God asks you to do something, and you are scared to do it or don't want it, and you, you've pulled back in unbelief, and don't do it. So the next time he asks you to do something, it's harder to do than the first time, the first one, and you pull back in unbelief. The third time, and I'm just going to stop shortening it to fourth time, fifth time, sixth time, pretty soon you're just like in unbelief. I remember I was young and broke, mac and cheese, and God and God and God made it real clear to me that I was to tie the tenth of everything I made. I'd been tithing since 16 years old. And I was married, I was 18 years, I think we were 18, Kathy. I was in Greenville there. And Kathy said, We don't have money for groceries. And I had just made a hundred dollars. 
And I said, well, we got to give $10 of that in tithe. And she said, well, could we just for this time use the money and so I could buy groceries? And, of course, I'm a little radical, but I got to be that way. I got to be that way or I, or I slip back. I got up. I remember getting up or, or sitting partially up and slamming both of my fists on the kitchen table and the mac and cheese jumped up. The juice and stuff jumped up and went all over the place. And I, I just slammed. I said, we will starve to death before we quit tithing. I've been that way ever since. As far as I know, there's not a dime I ever brought in or ever made or ever gained. I haven't given God at least a tenth. What is that? Faith. That's all it is. God don't need the money. It's just faith. It's about me. I thought it was about giving him something. He don't need the money. God owns it all. It's about you. It's about will you trust him? When you're broke. But will you trust him when you're rich? You get a million dollar gain? Will you write that check? $100,000. Because it's just as hard to write that $100,000 check as it is to write that $10 check. It just makes the difference where you're at. I got an inheritance from my mom and dad. I didn't think I would, but I did. I got some money. The check was made out to me $156,000. Now, I never saw a check that big. $156,000. My mom and dad left little Billy. $156,000. First thing I did was sat down and wrote a 15000 whatever it was, $15,060, whatever tithe is on there. Because I knew if I didn't, I can think of a lot of places to put that money, you know? And I took it down and gave it to Mrs. Motes, if I remember right. I gave it to Mrs. Motes. I think I did that in your office. What would you do with that money? Okay. So if I remember right, I was in his office. That was a big thing for me. I never, 15 grand's a lot of money for me. And I said, well, my mom and dad, my mind was going like this. Mom and dad already paid tithe on that. They had. Mom and dad had already paid the federal government on that. They had. But now it's mine. And I haven't paid nobody. And God says, when it's, every time it switches from you to you to you, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%. Why? It's not about the money. It's about, do you have faith to simply believe God? Woo! And what that builds is faith to do the next thing he asks you to do. And what that builds is faith to do the next thing he asks you to do. He wanted me to be a preacher. Are you crazy? I'd never be here had I not taken them little baby steps of faith. 
and over, and I, you don't have time to hear all the various steps, hundreds of steps of faith. Builds faith. But let me tell you, I've met people of unbelief. They don't believe God at all about nothing. They don't trust God as far as you can throw him. How do you know? Their actions speak so loud I can't hear what they're saying. It's unbelief. By the way, unbelief is always sin. I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. Hebrews chapter 11 is a chapter of what? <clears throat> By the way, I'm getting better. Hebrews chapter 11 is a chapter of faith, right? By the way, I took a COVID test today. I, I, I'm negative, just in case all you that talked to me and shook my hand. Uh, here's what it says. Now, faith is something to hope for. Now, it was through faith we understand the words were framed. By faith, Abel offered unto God. By faith, Enoch was translated. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. And you can go through the whole chapter, and it's faith, 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 faith. It's the hall of fame in the Bible, but it's also the hall of faith in the Bible because you don't get famous with God unless you have faith in God. You write that down. That's a good one. You don't get famous with God without faith in God. I'll put that right up there. Who is the old bird that said that? Oh, I you know. May God help us to have faith. Have faith to read the Bible. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. What's that about? It's about faith. I believed that reading the Bible is God's will and will benefit me, and I will do whatever. Women, let me do it. I will do whatever I got to do to read the Bible. I believe witnessing is the will of God. I will do whatever I got to do to witness for Jesus. I believe going to church is the word of God. Is, is forsake not yourself, something together as a manner of some is. I believe that going to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night is the will of God, and I'm going to have enough faith to do it, even if the preacher's crummy that night, or if Chris preaches. Who are you going to be? At the end of your journey, you're going to say, are they going to be able to say about you, he believed God? He believed God. Father, help us. May we have faith. May the Holy Spirit take these simple words and drill them deep into our souls. May we not miss it. Once we close our eyes in death, it's solidified, polarized. We can't go back and change a thing, can't go back and undo it. Father, help us not to live a life of regret, but to live a life of victory. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would like to know more about the Lord Jesus Christ, you may contact us at the church website, gospelbaptistchurch.com, or you can go to Facebook and type in Gospel Baptist Church Bonita Springs, Florida, also, you could call the church office at 239-947-1285. Thank you, and God bless.